Epimethea, what are you doing? Um, I think that with the 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 pure uh, stable, Epimethea is just going to fly over and um, uh, um, uh, I am going to uh, Epimethea is going to fly over to the other side of the pier and just start evacuating people. I think. All right. Um, okay, I've got a kind of a weird pitch for um, for for my role. All right. Principal of the time traveler to have uh to know that the um that uh there that the um uh that the pier has uh like has emergency flotation devices like strapped to the underside of it in case of emergencies like as something that she had researched about this era beforehand mm. uh and i can roll roll with deduction plus history <sighs> I'm trying to think, because like the thing is, is that it's it's a pier, but piers don't usually have flotation devices, because they're usually not at like risk of sinking is the problem. Like no, I no, 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 like emergency rafts that are. Oh, like, I see. Yeah. Um. Like I say, can... if perhaps a pier at one point got ripped in half and it, somebody had to be rescued <laughs> by via helicopter, and they said, "Wait, well, why don't we just put like inflatables on the on the other side of the pier just in case." Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'll say that. I'll allow this, if only because the pier being attacked is more reasonable for a thing to happen in a city full of superheroes and supervillains. So yes, there are a few uh, like deployable rafts that can be used. Um, so I will say that it is low tide at the moment, but the reason why people aren't just jumping off the pier is because it's about a, a 10 to 15 foot drop, which isn't too, too bad if you're athletic. The main problem is that during the construction, they kind of shored it up using, like, rocks and boulders. So it's less the drop and more the landing on the various, like, you know, jagged rock outcroppings that's causing people to not really want to, like, try and jump off this thing. So I'll yeah. say you can use the inflatable rafts as a way to, like, cushion the blow so people can jump off. Yep. Okay. Uh, okay, that's a nine. All right. Wow. So yeah, uh, Epimethea, you are aware of these facets from your research. And yeah, you deploy some of the rafts on top of each other and basically are instructing people to like kind of just jump down and land on them, similar to like um, what they would do when like the people had to jump out of a building for fire department stuff. Yeah. And yeah, so some people, some of the more, you know, athletic people start sort of coming down that way. Uh, and yeah. who are also, you Also, that's another hero point. Uh, I think... Are we up to the three now? Is that correct? Uh, yes, because Mr. Medium also used his thing. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, who are you passing to? Um, who hasn't gone yet this round? Uh, we are still have Mr. Medium, uh, Gene, the Pelicanetic, and then the Hagfish in the Environment. Um, I'm going to pass to the Pelicanetic. Okay. So, Pelicanetic. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. Hmm. Okay, so Evelyn sees that now that the hagfish has her attention, she might need to uh, do double duty, as it were. So she is going to make a bird. Ah, yes, um, the ultimate enemy of the hagfish. <laughs> yes, the natural enemy of all fish, birds. <laughs> mm. um, all right, yes. And that's just using her... Birds go with fish like oil and birds. <laughs> You got it, I think. <laughs> that was said in character by Mr. Medium, I think. <laughs> so it's just using her standard green ability. Um, and she is going to uh, use that uh, plus two 
from her hero points. Um, so she got a five again. So that's a D8 minion, and she's going to burn that plus two bonus to give it uh, the reinforced quality, where the minion adds plus one uh, to its roll to save. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, and so she is going to uh, kind of set down on the pier, not flying anymore, uh, and channel her aura and make just a big ol' uh, emu to just like sit in the middle of the pier and stare down this fish um, to just try and put another big body between it and the civilians. Okay. And then, so that's your minion creation. And do you still have a turn after that? No, no, that's the whole turn. That's okay. the one action. Uh, so who are you passing to? Oh. Uh, Gene and Mr. Medium are left, and then, or the environment and the hagfish. Yeah, oh man. Um, hmm. I'm kind of worried about just leaving those fires un untended, but I also don't want to get whammied by the hagfish in the environment. Uh, yeah, I'll just pass to the environment. Okay. Uh, so the environment tracker ticks up. We are now in yellow. And, uh, hey, guess what? The fire department's here. Uh, so they can't really do much since they're kind of blocked by the hagfish, but they're going to try and start putting out the fires that are on, like, their side of the pier. So you see them, like, get out the hose and do that. And so they are going to attempt to put out one of the fires. Oh, uh -huh, fighting the environment with the environment. Aha! Uh -huh. And a d10. Uh, so that is a four. So they do manage to reduce one of the fire die. So they do manage to reduce the fire somewhat. Uh, the problem is now they're kind of busy. Uh, they were sort of setting up a plan to get some equipment down to the beach so that they could start getting people off by like bringing in manual ladders. Uh, but now that they're kind of busy uh, fighting the fires, they've had to put a kibosh on that. So the twist is that the fire department is now occupied fighting fires. As they should be, I think. And uh, the environment is going to pass to Mr. Medium. Okay. Uh, Mr. Medium, uh, having grabbed a bunch of people already, uh, regardless of their... <laughs> regardless of their protests... Um, just them. Is, ...is going to just keep on doing it. <laughs> that is a six. Okay. So that is uh, still a success with a minor twist. Uh, I won't have you beleaguer the point with the same twist each time. So I'm going to say on, uh, because you're kind of moving so fast, you kind of just leap in like all over the place. Uh, unfortunately, as you like leap into, uh, as you sort of leap onto the pier, there is a bunch of slime that you couldn't see until like the last possible moment. And so you hit it and somehow your feet just come right out from under you. And now you are slimed. Uh, what was your min die? A three. All right, so take a minus one penalty. Okay. As you have now also gotten the slime. And who are you passing to? <clears throat> um, has Gene gone? No, he has not. Let's get Gene in here. Okay. Uh, uh, so Gene is basically going to try and use Kiai to... Um, like, obviously, there are some people that are trying to do the, like, Epimethea jumping off the pier thing, but obviously are a bit scared. And so Gene is just going to, like, sidle up close to where they are and sort of just give them a bit of motivation just so that they feel a bit more confident in jumping off. You can do it. Yeah. You got this. Don't worry. We're They're here for us. They'll help you. Don't worry. Don't look so. at the giant fish. <laughs> Pay no attention to the giant fish. 
Do not make eye contact with the giant fish. Do not think about the giant fish. Alright. <laughs> the giant fish uh, cannot hurt you as long as you do not think about the giant fish. Alright, so he got a five, which is a success. So yeah, now the civilian saving operation is just like moving along pretty well. Uh, you've got, you, you might need a bit of a push to get some of the people that are a bit less, like, able to get off, but this is starting to wrap up pretty well, and you've got most of the people off the pier. Great. Uh, but the twist is... What should Gene's twist be? Because I didn't use any principles for this, so I'm just gonna say that, uh, while he's doing this, the fire manages to sort of, like, um, like, flare up all of a sudden near where he is, and as such, he kind of has to back off a little bit to make sure that the, uh, like, he doesn't get burned. So, Gene takes five damage. Which I don't know how that works for temporary heroes, but we'll just say it's damage for damage's sake. But you just give him a persistent penalty. Oh, yeah. Rolls. All right, so yeah, he gets a, he'll take a minus two persistent penalty to his rolls. As now he's no longer in really a good position to uh, kind of, you know, help people out. Makes sense. And he passes to the hagfish. So the hagfish, it sees this emu. And you know what it sees? It sees a meal. Uh, Delicious is, ghost bird. It is going to use feeding time. Um, so, John, quick question. If an attack is has a modifier based on the target's status die, for minions, does it just use the minion maker status die? Um... Sorry, I can you read me the or or reference what ability this is? Prey on the weak, uh, page two twenty one. Okay. Um. Ha. Huh. Hmm. Like I, I would assume that it would use the maker status die because minions don't really have that, unless you want to consider the minion die as the status die. It would be the same in either case, a d eight. Yeah, I think just use the uh use the. The, the minions die as its status die because... Okay. Yeah. Alright, so since it's a d8, uh, for this attack it uses its max die. Ooh. Uh, and that is a 7 altogether. And it is also hindered by a 7, so take a minus 3 penalty to your defense roll. Oh my god. Well, it gets a plus 1 because it's reinforced, but uh, it's gonna need to Roll six or higher, right? Well, it rolled uh, a one, so... <laughs> so this hagfish, like, moves like a centipede almost, right up to the thing, and it suddenly unfurls its mouth, and you get a good look at what the hagfish, uh, hagfish teeth look like. And all it really does is it kind of just slams itself into the, um, the bird, and with this raking action, just kind of like... Like scrapes across it, and it's so much that the emu just immediately discorporates. Oh God! Not and you realize bird. that if it's big enough to do that to an emu, what it can do to a person, and you're suddenly a lot less sure than you were a few minutes ago. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Well. So um, it is going to pass to the environment. Uh, so those fires are going to flare up. Anyone that's on the dock, take two damage. Ouchie. Ouch. And... But am I not insulated in all this slime? Come on. <laughs> the slime is also on fire. No! Slime, <laughs> you betrayed me! 
Uh, how uh, much is that? Two damage? Two damage. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. You notice that even though, like, the fires are kind of going off, the, like, hagfish itself seems fairly unperturbed by them. Giving you a hint that it might be tougher than the average fish. And uh, on the environment's turn... Uh, oh, I know what, exactly what's going to happen. Uh, Channel 4 Newscopter shows up. Uh, so all of a sudden, the Channel 4 Newscopter begins hovering over the dock, clearly looking to get a good uh, footage. Uh, unfortunately, the helicopter is close enough to the pier that it's kind of like pushing the slime like outward from the downdraft. Oh no. <laughs> you fools. And... So anyone who is on or near the dock is going to take a uh, minus two penalty, both from the combined like downdraft now making your job a bit harder, and also from like the gl small globules of slime that are getting flung at you. Great. Wow. Okay. Uh, for an overcome, you can basically convince the helicopter to move out of the way. All right. I, All right. Uh, I I'll take care of that if unless someone else wants to immediately do that. Uh, sure. I guess it depends who the environment passes to. The yeah. environment passes to the hagfish. Yep. Mm. Alright. Wait, so, sorry, didn't it already go this turn? Yeah, and it, wasn't it last? It was, the hagfish was last, it passed to the environment, and the environment passes back to it. It's the start of a new round. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, I'm gonna say it is, um, I'm, so it is going to use a slime screen. So it suddenly sees, like, all of these, like, what it clearly assumes are some sort of threat. And it suddenly sort of curls itself around to the side. And you see it, like, roll onto its side and have some of the hands, like, the arms on it, scoop up, a, like, a large chunk of the slime. And they start flinging it at you guys. And... Very weird. Very gross. <laughs> I'm, this... I'm flattered that it considers me a threat. Attack multiple targets using so much slime. Hinder those targets with your mid die. Uh, so, so much slime is a D8. This is probably uh, slippery and slimy. And a D8. Alright, so uh, everyone take five damage. Okay. And you're hindered for a minus and one. Okay. As like the, the stuff coming off of like the downdraft of the helicopter isn't too bad, but getting like a face full of slime flung at you kind of hurts. Yeah. It also really gunks up your ability to see. It's in my eyes! Mm -hmm. Alright, uh, and it is going to pass to... Um, it is going to pass to the Pelicanetic. Oh boy, okay. How do you well, respond? This is looking pretty bad. Um, and we haven't even started dealing with this thing yet. Uh, we've just got so much other chaos to deal with. And we're only in the start of yellow. Hmm. Yes, and there should be an extra tick on the environment tracker. Yeah, are we one into the yellow or yeah, two? Yeah, we're one into, into yellow. yellow. We're one, one into yellow. yellow. Okay, okay. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Evelyn is going to use one of her uh, new abilities that she learned from, uh, you know, uh, meditating and kind of uh, working on her relationship with her inner bird spirit. Becoming one with the bird force. Yes, exactly. Uh, and so this is a, a new boost ability where she gets to boost herself using her aura power and she uses her max die and that boost is persistent and exclusive. Ooh. Yes. It's, it's a nice power. Uh, great. So she will use her 
aura and her leadership ability. And now she has a D8 status die. Great, so max die there is a seven, uh, which I believe is a plus two boost. Plus two, yes. Yes. As you are now like radiating pure bird energy. <laughs> it is almost enough to make the hagfish flinch, but it sort of recomposes itself. It knows who its true enemy is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, oh, I forgot to take in, into account um, the second penalty. So that was only a six, but that's still a plus two bonus. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's her turn over, uh, right. I guess. It's the top of a round, right? She's the first of the heroes to have gone. Yes. Okay, great. Um, yeah, uh, she'll pass to Mr. Medium. All right. All right. Uh, so Mr. Medium is going to walk out uh, near the helicopter, and like, despite the drowning sound of the helicopter blades, he reaches up and summons a microphone, and he's going to <laughs> use uh, Overcome. Uh, he's going to use Principal the Mask, because he's using his persona. Okay. Uh, and that is a seven. All right. Uh, so that is a success with a minor twist. All right. So Mr. Medium is... All right there, Mr. News. <laughs> You're making a scene all on your own. <laughs> Can't you see all the damage you're causing here? You want to be on next... On tomorrow's Midnight News? Uh, so he's just going to start angrily yelling at them in his promo voice. just heckling them. <laughs> yes. Telling them that if they don't get the move on, they're going to be they're going to be new. They're going to be old news if he, he has to deal with them. All right. You're absolutely sure at no point any of this conversation will be taken out of context. Yeah. Or reported on. <laughs> absolutely it, making, nothing. Making an enemy of the press is never a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Especially is- after we got trashed in the news by the seaside sentries. Yeah, what is the worst that could happen? Yeah, nothing it, bad. It's could... fine. It's fine. It's fine. Nothing fine. bad will happen. All right. Uh, so, yeah, the copter looks like it sort of gets a thing and does peel out. So it is not no longer causing that problem. Uh, everyone who has the penalty is still slimed, though. That doesn't remove that. Uh, and hey. Who are you passing to, Joey? Mm, I'll pass to Carson. All right. Excellent. Thank you. Carson on. Okay. Yay! The dock is secure. What are you going to do now? Mm. Hmm. Well, um, the fires are still going on, right? Uh, yes. So in that case, I guess um, I'm going to use... Or first, I'm going to message Epimethea, and I'm just going to clarify about the bullets that you just gave me. Do those also work as a flame retardant? Uh, untested. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to say no until we know in a controlled environment. So, uh, no, yeah. just in the uncontrolled environment, Karstad. Go on, do it, do it, come on, do it. I have learned enough from my days as a teenager with an untested super suit. So, <laughs> yeah, I am older and wiser, or at least that's what I tell myself. <laughs> so, um, in that case, uh, yeah, is there any anything around that could reasonably be used to, you know, put out some of these fires? Um... So I will say that uh, you know that this is a grease fire. And as you are older and wiser, uh, Uh washing it with water is mostly just kind of sloshing the grease off and getting it off the pier. And it kind of peters out once it hits the sand. Mm. Uh, But one thing that you can do, and one thing that you know that every food truck has to have, 
are is like tons of sand and other like um god what's like oxidizing neutralizing agents because hey if there's one thing that food trucks are constantly afraid of it's grease fires okay um i'm gonna yeah in that case i'm gonna do a search through the trucks and i'm gonna find some stuff to put out this grease fire yeah Uh, so you find a couple like co2 uh fire extinguishers you find like bags of sand that sort of Uh uh-huh so but with all of those could i use these to try and put out some of these fires yeah okay will i have to roll an overcome for this yes that makes sense okay let me see what you still got to get in there and pull the pin aim the nozzle sweep side to side secure the area okay um what okay i'm looking at all of this and i'm trying to figure out what will be best for this kind of thing so um if i don't have anything in my qualities or my powers what would that default to for the dice uh you roll a four okay so i during my qualities i have uh hmm, yeah like don't you have a gadget quality i do i have or i have the gadget power but in terms of my qualities i don't really have anything that would help with this i don't think do you have range combat i do um, I mean, okay. if you're using a fire extinguisher, that's basically ranged combat. All right, then. So, okay. So let's see what happens. Okay, um, I rolled three fives, so my mid-die is a five. All right, so that is still success with a uh, minor twist. Okay. Uh, and I'm basically just going to say, yeah, you managed to get in there uh, like and spray the stuff, um, but you're going to take five damage just from, you know, you had to Ooh. still wade into very hot slime to do it. So you're feet are a little toasty yeah yeah so um yeah as i'm just putting this all out and so nope to self to reinforce the suit yeah so uh, but the fires are now completely out yeah so i am going to pass to who still has to go for this round uh it is just gene oh and epimethia oh um i'll pass to gene first all right uh, so Gene is just going to attempt to, uh, keep helping civilians. Uh, more or less, he's just going to have, like, Kiai and himself sweep the dock just to make sure that there's, like, nobody left behind. And then with the last of them sort of, like, jump off, uh, with them. Okay. So that is going to be 8 minus 2. So that's, a that's a D10 for part detachment because he's just looking around. Um, sensei in training and D8. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Um, so Gene got a zero. Uh, uh, whoa. I think that's just outright failure, right, John? Like no yeah. chance of success? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, Gene is ushered over to the uh, like the thing to do the jump. He hasn't quite completed, like, he hasn't quite completed, but he thinks everyone's on the thing. Uh, he jumps off, bounces off of the, uh, like, the little the thing, and unfortunately bounces completely off it and then falls onto the rocks. Ooh. It's, uh, like, he's okay, but it's obvious that he's kind of taken a bit of a blow to the head. So he's like, oh, oh, God. And it's at that moment that you realize that he did, in fact, miss someone and there's still, like, a couple people that have, like, taken shelter inside of a food truck that are still on top of the pier. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And it also means that Gene is probably not going to show up in the next round. Okay. 
I assume Gene passes to Epimethea? Yes. Okay. Um, does so somebody you, else. You see, you think see they Gene, can... like, wave you off and, like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, does somebody else think that they can save the civilians immediately after my turn? Because I can uh, basically. I'm done for uh, this round, unfortunately. Well, yeah, no, it's going to be the uh, the start of a new round. So. Uh, sure, yeah, I can do. Okay. Yeah, because I'm going to use. Um, I think I'm going to actually rename that ability to. Um, I'm going to use uh, uh, Ma Master Tactician to uh, give myself a boost and attack the uh, Magfish. All right. So that's Lightning Calculator plus Ranged Combat plus my Status Die. And I'm going to use uh, I'm going to use my plus two and my plus three bonus. Okay, this is gonna hit. Yeah. Um, to counteract the minus three and also give me a plus two on top of that. Right. Okay. So um, I'm going to give myself a persistent exclusive uh, plus three boost. Very okay. nice. Um. And then I also deal uh, three damage to the hagfish. All right. So uh, how are you attacking the hagfish, out of curiosity? Um, it's... Uh, uh, I mean, it's just going to, like, do a strafing run on it with the uh, with the Artemis bow. Um, All right. I load my cast three times and fire. <laughs> All right. Uh, so as you fire, like, into the, uh, the hagfish... You kind of realize that there's this layer of slime on top of it that kind of is, um, like, stopping some of the arrows before they can strike it. So you kind of have to, so you realize that the, uh, the strafing run isn't really cutting it, and so you basically look for where you think the slime is weakest to hit it a bit. It still manages to slow the arrow down, but you do distinctly see that it draws blood, and uh, the hagfish is not happy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, the yeah. the main thing it, it was to get a, a a general idea of where it's weak and where it's not. Yes. So to get that 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 plus three bonus. Yeah. Analyzing slime barrier. Mm -hmm. And that is the start of a new round. So who are you passing to? I'm passing to Mr. Medium. All right. All right. Mr. Medium will continue his turning back to the crowd. Um, Mr. Medium is going to continue his journey, his quest to wrangle all the people. All right. This is a six, six, four. Um, okay. So a, my mid dies a six. Okay. Uh, so that does manage to save all of the civilians. Um, Mr. Medium uses his now incredibly sticky body <laughs> to just go <laughs> arms out and just attach to people. Now he's running with his arms straight out T-pose. Yeah. Leaping, like leaping. You, you take the people that have huddled in the food truck, just kind of, like, slam them onto your body, and you're jumping off the pier like a, a like a lollipop that fell on the ground and picked stuff up. I like Ooh. to imagine that they were all, like, cowering behind it, and then, then this, this gooey, sticky man... <laughs> you're coming with me! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm absolutely sure the media is not going to report on this at all. Uh. <laughs> Sticky weirdo saves people, but also <laughs> sends them all to therapy. <laughs> Absolutely no future repercussions from these events. No, sir. 
All right. Uh, so yes, uh, the pier is now uh, free and clear of civilians. So uh, who are you passing to? Carson, I guess. All right. Okay. So, Carson, what are you doing? Well, uh, if we've taken care of most of the threats and the hagfish is the only thing remaining, uh, I'm just going to start unloading on this guy. First, by giving myself some boots, boosts with head, uh, using my ability heads up display. Okay. So, uh, okay. Now I'm going to be using my, let's see here. All right. So I'm going to be rolling 3d8. Okay, so my max die is a seven. So, um, let me just double check. Uh, seven is a plus two bonus, right? Yep. Uh, yes. Cool, okay. Then I'm gonna attack using my min die of a one, but I'm gonna apply my uh, plus two bonus I just received on that. So I'm gonna attack the hagfish for three damage. Okay, so you kind of run into the same problem where Epimethea did, where you're like firing into it, but you're seeing the bullets like hit the slime and it's a lot yeah. like, a projectile hitting ballistics gel. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to realize, okay, it's not about the quantity of shots. It's the quality of shots. I got to take, yeah, I got to take aim, find if there are any eyes on this thing and go for those. Yeah. So you do manage to draw a bit of blood, uh, but yeah, it's not nearly as much as you'd think for like, you know, three rounds rapid into a, uh, a creature like this. Alternatively switch to your shock bullets. I could. Yeah. All right. Okay, and who so are you passing to? Um, would it be possible to pass to the Pelicanetic? Uh, yes. Okay, uh, Jonathan, it's your go. Great, all right, yeah, uh, hmm, man, this thing just took out one of my birds, and a, a one that I... Oh, Jonathan, you're, you're cutting a bit in and out. Uh, unfortunately... Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh... Or say say a sentence for us. Yep, hold on. I just uh, reconnected my uh, mic. How's that? Yes, that works. Yeah, sounds still. good. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. Um, hmm. So we're still in yellow. Let's see. And we're still doing pretty good as a team. Yeah, I mean, you know, the evening news might have something to say about that. But as a team, yeah, you're doing great. Whatever. We got the job done. Nobody's dying. Um, okay, uh, given that this thing now has multiple targets, um, I think I'm just going to use this turn to make another bird minion uh, split its efforts even more. All right. When in doubt, more birds. When in doubt, more birds. But if there Ooh. were more birds? <laughs> the situation was improved by the addition of yet more birds. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Um, okay. Ooh, thank you, plus two bonus. That is, uh, mid-die is an eight, uh, which is a d10 minion, um, but I don't have any other bonuses to burn to give it special quality, so it's just a, a big old d10. I'm going to make another emu. All right, emu two, the revengening. Yes. All right, and uh, now who are you passing to? Um, so the hagfish in the environment still haven't gone yet. Is that right? Correct, yes. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, maybe uh, I'll pass the environment. All right. Um, so uh, the environment is going to go. And uh, so the police, now seeing that the civilians are more or less clear of danger, uh, have decided that they are going to kind of take control of the situation. Uh, and with the blessings of animal control, who really don't know, go 
like what they should do with the situation, but clearly it's an animal that's a danger. There's, uh, there's a they're poor gonna shoot guy it. like the open with that handbook in his hand. He's like just like trying to go through the pages. He gets to like the fish section. He's just like, there's nothing here. <laughs> yes, exactly. So the police are going to do uh, the thing that they only really know how to do and attempt to shoot it. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's a D10 and two D8s. Uh, again, they're only really using handguns, so it doesn't seem to do much beyond, like, some cursory damage. But, uh, yeah, they, they've wounded it, for a certain degree of the word wound. Hmm. Dealing, uh, three damage, which is one damage overall. And, um, the environment is gonna pass to the hagfish. So... The hagfish is sensing that there are three things here, or well, four things, that are a problem. There's the emu, but it's dealt with one of those before, so it doesn't really care. There's that flying, flashy thing in the sky. There's the thing that looks like an emu, but isn't. And then there's that dark thing. And um, it's going to go after the dark thing, because it's really oh, the no. only thing that it actually, like, both A, can reach, and B, doesn't seem like it's got some sort of bird energy going around it. Yeah, well, uh, okay. So, so it is going to use feeding time. Uh-huh, is, he, he is, is he? Okay. Yeah, what's your status die right now, Carson on? Um, status die being hit points, or? No, status die is in, like, the, the last die in your thing. Your uh, yellow zone die. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a D8. Okay, so it's going to do D10, uh, another D10, and a D8. As it sort of slithers on up to you uh and once again you find yourself kind of caught not quite able to get out of the way as this thing kind of just falls on top of you and begins raking you with its teeth okay thank god that you had kevlar on because you can't imagine what this thing would do to you if you didn't it also deals 10 damage okay so um yeah you guys um don't see Carson on because he's completely obstructed from view by this giant hagfish, but you can hear him screaming over the intercoms, like in terror for the first time since you've ever met him. Um, so Evelyn's ah, going to use uh, a um, defend I, action. Well, you've never heard him this audibly terrified before. Um, one of my uh, yellow abilities I can use as a reaction when a nearby ally damage i can defend them with uh my status die um so i think evelyn is gonna see this the hagfish like fall on top of Carsonon and be like oh oh no no no! someone needs to do something and so she's gonna oh no that's almost me <laughs> yeah she's gonna rush up uh and bravely start like pulling at the hagfish's tail to try and like distract it or dislodge it and that right. might kind of distract it for just long enough all right uh so roll the defense Okay, uh, with the plus two bonus, that is a six, so she defends six points of damage. All right, so Karstan, you only take four damage, as oh. it's, like, raking at, uh, like, it's still kind of on top of you, and you're still feeling that, like, raking sensation of the teeth against you, Yeah. but something has kind of stopped it from just kind of, like, devouring you, in a sense. Okay. So, yeah, I am scrabbling backwards on my hands and knees, like, one hand still on the gun, just, oh god, oh god, oh god! And yeah, All just right. trying to get away from this fucking giant hagfish. Oh, well, uh, good news. So you have attempted to move away from the hagfish. Oh, no. It, it is going to use its reaction ability, finish the meal. What? <laughs> when an opponent moves away from you, you may follow them and roll your single status die as a hinder against them. Oh, no. 
take a minus two hinder. Oh. As at first you think, oh, you're going to get away. And nope, it's just right on you again. Oh, God. Luckily, it hasn't uh, caught up entirely to, like, you know, grinding on you, as it were. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's giving up anytime soon. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. And uh, that is the hagfish's turn. Uh, so it is going to pass to uh, Epimethea. John, are you muted? I think I am going to uh, use Athena's Insight on and uh, create some boosts. All right. Um, so you begin scanning this thing to find some sort of like weak spot or information on the hagfish that you could exploit to make this fight a little easier. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, um, let me just double check. Okay. Um, I've got a plus two and a plus three. Uh, who wants what? Uh, who's going to be attacking next turn? I am, and I have a plus two hinder. Or right, minus so, two hinder. Yeah, okay, so first. you can have the plus two. Thank you. Um, uh, if I give the plus three to the Pelkinetic, do you, can you use it to make a better bird? Um... Uh, I can certainly use it to do something. I have the persistent plus two bonus, um, but I'll take uh, if no one else wants it. Um, Joey, you. Uh, uh, I does have Mr. A... Medium need a need a plus three bonus? Sure, that'd be great because I'm about to persistently buff myself, so having a plus three bonus on top of that would be helpful. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So, okay, I'll, I'll give that to you. Mr. Medium goes big. All he has to do is promo for the for the hagfish now because he's fighting him. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to intimidate a fish. Yes. Yep. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. To me, it looks like it's a big worm. Like it. It is very much a big worm, but it is technically a fish. Y'all think why is it a fish? <laughs> well, okay. Uh, we can get into this if you want. So hagfish are related to lampreys, which are kind of like eel-like fish, and they've over evolutionary time lost their bones <laughs> so they basically where'd they go <laughs> yeah they've regressed into a more worm-like state because that better matched their ecological niche for whatever fucking reason <laughs> ah, there's there's too many things here that will hurt my bones i'll just get rid of them yeah exactly um, not, not needing bone juice <laughs> uh, you try feeding the hagfish bone hurting juice it has no effect <laughs> yeah okay so that's my turn all right uh and uh the only person left is gene so i'm assuming you're passing to gene yep uh gene is getting medical attention because it turns out some other people saw him hit the rocks pretty hard and they like basically carried him over back to where the stretchers are he can probably get back into the fight, but nothing's happening this round. This average normal guy is totally hurt. We should help him. Yeah. Well, I, I'll say that, like, when Gene hit the rock, like, you can actually see it left, like, a gash in his forehead, which, for those of you that have seen what Gene can usually stand up to before, realize, ooh, wow, that must have hit, like, pretty damn hard. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Uh, but Gene is... So who wants it? Because Gene's willing to pass off to Umstever. Um... Mr. Medium's ready to go whenever. All right. Uh, he will pass off to Mr. Medium. Okay. So Mr. Medium's going to, uh, uh, after dropping all the people and brushing the slime off of himself, Mr. Medium is going to uh, 
roll both of his shoulders, start walking forward, and summon the microphone again. Well, plus three. There ain't no bones about it! <laughs> <laughs> Alright! Listen here, you giant worm! I don't care what kind of worm or fish you are, I'm gonna pick you up and I'm gonna tie you into a nut! <clears throat> now get your slime sucking face over here, or Mr. Medium's gonna turn it inside out! And uh, give myself a. what is a nine? Uh, that is a plus three, I think. Alright, persistent plus three. Ooh, damn! That's like what, a persistent plus six now? No. No, 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 I, no. I, I'm using, I'm using this oh, to get the bonus. Oh, okay. Yeah. But still, precision plus three is pretty good. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, Mr. Medium, what is your action? No, sorry, that was my or action. What, what is your pass? So I'm gonna pass it to, uh, I guess Carson, so he can do the shot. All right, Carson, uh, you are being currently slightly eaten. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so I'm guessing that it's just raking its teeth against me. I'm just gonna pull the gun up and despite my terror, just force it down. Uh, yeah, aim my gun directly at its open mouth and I am gonna use Judgment Rail uh, directly down its fucking throat. Do you have access to Judgment Rail in yellow? I'm not in yellow. Um, I've lost enough hit points that I'm in red. <laughs> oh, damn, okay, yeah, then pop off, son. Uh-huh, so, uh, let's see the dice for this, so... Uh, okay, that's a d10, 2d8. Okay, uh, so that is 15 from my dice plus the plus two persistent bonus. I deal 17 points of damage to this thing. God damn! Yup. So Very yeah, nice. I make sure to load a lightning round, and yeah, you just you guys just hear a muffled boom uh, as I fire it, you know, through the slime and directly into its open mouth. Yeah, uh, so that thing goes, like, you fire it through. You clearly see it, like, go through, penetrate out the other side. Uh -huh. uh, slime is now running. Jonathan, do these things have red blood? Uh, probably. Let's say yes. Yeah, all right. So you just see, like, the slime suddenly just start turning red with blood. And this thing goes nuts. Like, it starts just, like, flailing, basically. Like, you have put the hurt to it. Uh-huh. Just, just a reminder that the judgment rail with the lightning rounds is a lightning bolt. Yeah. Oh, so I then it, you just got a big burn patch on it, right on the front of its mouth. Mmm, fried slime. Mm. Yeah, there's a not very pleasant smell going around, but oh boy, it, it certainly, like, it's flailing. It is mad as hell. And uh, who are you passing to? Uh, who's remaining for this round? Uh, Epimethea, the Pelicanetic, uh, Gene, and then the Hagfish and the Environment. If you pass it to me, I can refresh everyone's bo boosts. Epimethea it is. All right, Epimethea. All right, yeah. Epimethea will take in all of this information and then continue uh, giving uh, tactical advice. <laughs> you put up, like, one of those, like, House of the Dead-style weakness cards with a big circle over the burn patch. It's like, shoot, here! <laughs> um, okay. So... Uh, that's going to be a, uh, a plus one and a plus two. Okay. And you can assign those to whomever? Uh, yeah. So I'll give the plus two to Carson on, because I know he needs a 
a at least one bonus to pull off ju judgment rails every turn, and I'll give the plus one to the pelkinetic as the mm. only person who doesn't have a persistent bonus. I do have a persistent bonus, but thank you. Oh, I th I, th I I gave it to myself earlier. Okay, well, either way. Yeah, those are not. Here's uh, the bonus you can burn for for making more birds or something. <laughs> bigger bird, bigger bird, bigger bird. All right, uh, and that is your turn. So who are you passing to? Uh, I'll pass to the hagfish, actually. All right. Um, well, the hagfish did not like that, so it's going to attempt some defensive actions. Uh, so it is going to use slime screen. So once again, you see it kind of pull into that like curl, roll onto its side, and start flinging slime at everyone. Uh, and it is going to attack with so much slime. And so I think that's a D8, a D8, and a D8. D8 and a D8. Uh, ooh, wow. So everyone take a uh, take six damage as yep. you get pelted with big globules of slime, and uh, everyone also takes a minus one hinder. Okay. And um, does anybody with a defensive reaction want to want to make a re reaction off that? Uh, uh, yeah, it's a new round, right? Yep. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. So, hey, Karsnan, I think you're the one who's hurting the most, right? So I can defend you again. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Forgot. Karsnan's very squishy. A little bit. Kind of. I mean, yeah, it's mostly don't... that Karsnan's been getting uh, gooed repeatedly. <laughs> yep. Gooed, <laughs> set on fire, chomped on. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll defend you... the Pelicanetic. I defended, I reduced the damage by 10. Wow. Okay. So Mr. Medium just like grabbing those globules out of the air like not today, son. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. Uh keep your slime to yourself, pal. And I defended by 6. All right. So uh yeah. I think uh, that Pelkinetic is just going to extend her aura and create like a wave in the slime that knocks Carson on over so the globules miss him. Yep. Oh. Uh, Not the so most graceful defend, but you know. Yeah, uh, you do what you can in a you know life or death situation. Superheroes, uh, superhero universes. Uh, okay, so the hagfish is going to pass to the environment that ticks up, and um, so as you are um, dealing with the hagfish, um, like you kind of you you're like you clearly dealt it a thing and it's kind of trying to react but as it's starting to like brace itself for the next round suddenly like uh what looks like a lightning bolt kind of like flies in from somewhere like because i'm imagining you've kind of pushed it off the pier at this point you're fighting it on the beach yeah um like a lightning bolt seems to fly in from like further up the beach closer to the shore and strike it in the side and it is gonna do uh, a little bit of damage. It seems to singe it a little bit, and you look over, and it looks like that there is, like, a regular person that you assume probably has some sort of metahuman abilities that is, like, throwing these electrical bolts at it. Whoa. Oh. I mean, like, common people with metahuman abilities isn't entirely uncommon in Pacific City. It's just most people don't tend to use them unless they're doing superheroing. Yeah. So it seems yeah, like so whoever this using their powers out of out of mask is a lot. Yeah, though it seems they just like really hate fish. <laughs> or at the very least, maybe he just wants to I don't know help out in some way. So 
All right. Uh, and that guy, uh, so that guy is going to like do it. And then the fish is going to look at him and he's going to realize, ah, I'm a bit out of my element and he is going to leave. Oh, he tried, <laughs> but, uh, that's not, that's not maybe what he's probably, he's probably not going to want to dangle with that thing. All right. Uh, so the environment then is going to pass to, uh, Gene. And uh, I'm going to say that for this one, uh, you guys all get a message basically saying, medics, check me out. Uh, looks like I'm fine. I'm heading to get my costume now. Be there in a bit. So Gene will appear in the next round. He's, he's going fast. Mm -hmm. He's moving through the city, rolling around at the speed of sound. Mm -hmm. Got places to go. Yes. <laughs> um... And uh, that's the start of a new round. So uh, who... Uh, Carson, on you're ready to use Judgment Rail again, yes? Yep. All right. Because so I got a boost from Epimethea. All right. He's gonna pet Gene. He's gonna pass to you. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna aim once again, and I am just gonna keep firing at this thing. So, uh, this is okay. And how much was the boost from you, John? Just double check. Uh, I believe it was a plus two. Thank you. Okay. All right, uh, canceling out the minus one hinder, that is still a plus one. So the total from this is 12 points of damage. Not as much as the previous hit, but still damage. All right, because, yeah, you uh, so uh, you no longer have a shot at its exposed mouth, but this yeah. thing still hurts like a son of a bitch. Yep. And once again, you hit it, and it flails. Like, it is clearly not happy with this. Good. And uh, who are you passing to? Okay, um, it... Joey, uh, how about yourself? Have you gone this round yet? Um, Mr. Me is going to be getting ready because he can't. He's not damaged enough to be able to use threat abilities. But after... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Jonathan, did you go last round? Um, I uh, I think so. Didn't I make the bird? Or was that two rounds ago? That um, was two rounds ago, I think. Yeah, sorry. So it's, uh, I'll, I'll just ins we'll just insert your action into the current turn order. Yeah. How about uh, yeah? You, uh, I'll immediately pass to you in that case for a, f okay. a free action for this round. Okay. Great. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess with my plus one bonus from. Uh, don't your birds go first? No. Oh, yes. That's you are correct. Um, yes, the ostrich uh, or emi will go. Uh, and it will straight up attack the hagfish. Uh, since its front end is busy, it's going to kind of run around the side and start trying to kick out its legs. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and it's a d10, so it rolls, uh, and it rolled a 7. 7. Okay. So yeah, um, it's it's having a bit of a time dealing with the slime, but yeah, it manages to get a few good crunches on the, uh, the various legs of this thing. And it's very Jeez. clear that the hagfish is no longer having a good time. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's good that we kind of have it cornered now from the front and back so it can't easily retreat into the sea. At least I hope. I mean, it could try. Um, okay, so do you want me to just take my other action now? Or yeah, I guess it's, yeah. it's still my turn. Yeah. Um, because the, the bird went. Uh, okay, I'm going to use... Um, hmm. I could create another bird, or I could just buff this one. Uh, and I think I'm just going to boost this one. Um... So I'm going to use my yellow ability, my favorite bird, uh, boost one of my minions. Mid-die on that with my plus two bonus is a seven. Um, so it gets a plus two. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's my turn. And then and I guess I'll so, just take my... Yes, your next turn. 
Sure. Okay, so now the uh, emu, emu attack goes again. again. It'll, it'll go again, this time uh, attacking with a plus two bonus. Looks a little larger, a little angrier. Uh, this time I rolled a five. Okay, so... Not as effective the, the first time, but yeah, it's still, it's still giving it the business. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then uh, Evelyn is going to use one of her green abilities uh, to boost Carsonon. Uh, this is a boost another hero or a minion. Uh, make it either a temporary boost using max die or a persistent boost using mid die. Okay, so Carsonon, do you have a preference? Um, not... Uh, not particularly. Um, I'll... Okay. I... Yeah, go right ahead. In that case, I'll just give you another uh, plus two persistent boost. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Uh, very and much. that'll be my turn. Okay. okay. So, uh, Pelicanetic, who are you passing to? Right. Uh, and we're still pretty open, right? It's, it's only been myself and Carson on who's gone. Uh, yes. Okay, great. Uh, in that case, I'll pass to. Um, well, I'll pass to the environment. Let's get that out of the way. All right. So, uh, the environment is going to pass. Um, hmm. try and think exactly what the environment could do here, uh, because like, um, I mean, you can just the cops could attempt to shoot at it again. Um, and it's a pretty neutral one, so yeah, I'm gonna say at this point, uh, like because it's kind of slowing down, uh, some members of animal control are gonna try and like show up. I've uh, started showing up, and they've clearly brought out what looks like the big guns. You're not even sure that why animal like you're probably certain that animal control probably had this sort of thing for these sort of occasions, uh, and they now that their presence is here, they're basically gonna say like you know we can you can I like hey um I know this is gonna be kind of awkward, but uh, if you could help us capture this thing, it could probably be researched by the hit, and it could probably like help us figure out if there's more of them. Uh, but I mean obviously that's kind of your prerogative. We're we're kind of just. <laughs> following you guys here you got it and i'm gonna say that creates another challenge which is uh capture the hagfish and uh so that is the environment's turn uh it is gonna pass actually um to the hagfish again and um hmm. how would how would escaping work in this sort of situation john because i know it's an overcome role but i don't just want to make it so that it like immediately leaves well, when it, we get to the end of the scene tracker, it gets away. I think okay. that's the idea. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, it is going to use uh, Slime Screen again. It is very obviously, like, just trying to keep you guys off its back. It is very much now no longer the Alpha Predator in the area. The eight? Oh, yeah, just all the eights. Uh, so everybody take four damage and a minus two hinder. Jeez, okay. And uh, that is the hagfish's turn, and it will pass to um, Epimethea. Okay. Um. Hmm. All right. So we want to capture the hagfish, right? Well, I mean, you can if you want to, but you could also just kill it. Hmm. Mister mm. Medium is definitely going for blood here. He doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I am killing this fish. Yep. Think of all the potential benefits to the scientific community. I can't think of any at this very moment, but there might be some, or one. But that slime, though. What could you do with all that slime, though? Oh, uh. nothing good. Do, do you know how much you could do with all that slime? <laughs> There's like a guy in a wacky costume that's clearly like a kids show game host. Like, look at all that slime. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy. 
guy from Uh Oh is jizzing himself. He's like, oh my god! <laughs> oh! oh, that delicious slime. <laughs> oh god. Oh, jeez, where was this thing back in the nineties? Ugh. Uh, let's see. Um, I don't think either of my. Uh, you know what? I'm going to overcome using the principle of the tactician using uh inventions uh and uh this time the uh the leverage style flashback is of uh cassandra putting together arrows that that also do the that also explode into foam just in case she needed them i see you're like hey wait a minute this is a really good idea i should have this idea yeah Um, okay, and that's going to be a seven. All right. And also another uh, hero point. All right. So, yeah, you start rapid firing off these arrows, and uh, it turns out it's actually, like, uh, not something that you intended to happen, but as it the slime kind of makes it so that the lattice structure that the foam creates is, like, spread out over the foam, which means that you can, like, actually pin, like, a couple sections of this down pretty easily. Um, uh, the downside is, um, because a minor, like the minor twist that I had in mind is that you didn't create like a huge amount of these arrows, so you run out of them. But I figure that's too a bit too harsh. No, that could be it. Or yeah. minor twist. Could uh, be my, my the minor twist for my uh, principle is what one variable did you not plan for? Okay, there it is. So yeah, so you're like, oh man, I'm gonna have this wrapped up in a second, and you go to reach for another one of the arrows, and you realize. You didn't have enough time to mass produce these, so you only shot the prototypes you had created. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yes, you will no longer be able to use those uh, for the scene. And okay. who are you passing to? There is still Mr. Medium, and uh, Gene will show up uh, this round. Uh, I'll pass to Mr. I'll pass to Mr. Medium. Sure. All right, Mr. Medium. Okay. Um, what can, is it? A minor twist I can take to use a. You know what? No, I'm, I'm going to buff myself again. All right, so... Uh... Don't worry! We almost got it to sleep, and then Mr. Medium just, like, elbow drops it in the head so hard it dies. <laughs> uh... I guess I'll change forms. So I'll swap to my... So, yeah. Mr. Medium starts walking towards the thing, and he's going to become bigger and bigger, and then he's going to do a... He's going to run towards it, clomping faster and faster and pull it and you know what he's not gonna pull out a chair he's literally gonna grab like a, a lemonade stand <laughs> now that he's large enough to pick it up and he's gonna hit it with that my livelihood my lemonade <laughs> <laughs> okay that is that is seven eight damage okay and he is now in heal form all right, yeah. So you bash this thing with a lemonade stand, and it looks like it's, like, hurt. It's not flailing around as much because of Epimethea's uh, arrows pegging, uh, tying it down. But yeah, you give it a good whack, and even though this thing doesn't have a lot of bones to break, it looks like it still hurt. And Mr. Medium, now now in his uh, uh, un, 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 non-speaking form, just does the, like, I'm watching you, and then realizes it can't, he can't figure out where the thing's eyes are. It's like, those <laughs> things? So he just like the two two eyes to himself, then two eyes and 
Imagine, and then his hands just curl into a fist instead. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, now he's mad. All right, uh, and who are you? And uh, as you pass the gene, uh, the familiar uh, cerulean blue figure sort of flies out from out on the shore, landing next to you guys and says, okay, uh, what's the plan? Pizzeria <laughs> looks back and then points at it and then does a punch hand, like punch uh, hand motion. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm limping up to you guys, and I'm uh, reloading my gun, so, yeah. All right, well, because nobody told Gene that people were trying to capture it, he's just going to go in and hit the damn thing. Uh, we are currently in yellow, so he is going to use, um, well, it doesn't have a lot, actually, so he's just going to use Eat This. And so he comes in, uh, like, kind of trying to, like, minimize stepping in the peanut bottles of slime before sending Ki out to just hit it with a big old haymaker. Uh, so attack with close combat, which is a uh, D. Should know my own character. So a D10, a D10, and a D8, and use a max die. Oh boy! So he yeah he winds up and he really gives this thing a big old walloping, and uh, it looks like it's pretty much on its last legs. Uh, give me a second here to tally up the damage. So oh yeah, so it is it is definitely like on its last legs. One more good hit, and you think this thing might be taking a permanent dirt nap. Yeah, maybe, uh, if it's doing so badly, like, are there, yeah, what do you guys think? Are there methods you can think of to be able to take care of this thing? Well, yeah. I mean, the the hagfish, like, you know, the Hit Institute has a lot of, you know, cutting-edge technology. Uh, mm -hmm. You also know that the animal control people have this gigantic... Like, you want to say it's a gun, but it's not really a gun. It's too big and bulky. It's more like a device that they're, like, getting set up. Mm. That is so weird. <laughs> huh. Yeah, maybe if we can, like, <clears throat> maybe if we can, like, weaken it enough uh, so that it can't fight back, they can they can net it or something. I don't really know what they're doing over there, but it looks serious. Uh, and, um, so who wants to sort of take the arbitration of this? Because he'll, pa Gene will pass off to whomever wants to do that. Um, uh, I could do something. All right, and uh, Gene will pass off to the Pelicanetic. Okay. So because the bird can only oh, attack. Oh, uh, do... one last thing. Sorry, I didn't edit this. We are now in yeah. red. Okay. Um, so because the bird can only attack, it can only perform the one kind of action. Uh, it's just gonna sit out this turn, but kind of be on the ready. All right. Um, and. Evelyn is going to do an overcome. So now this thing is on the beach, right? Yeah, it's it's like it's on the beach and it's very clearly like out of it. Yeah. Um, so this thing can produce a lot of slime. But the thing about hagfish slime is it, it, the, the hagfish actually like just produces this very, very dense mucus. And then when it touches water, that is what turns into this huge like it inflates basically and turns into this huge ball of slime. So Evelyn figures that if she can get this thing onto dry sand, the slime that's on it will get coated in sand and it'll kind of reduce its ability to slime away. Okay. Um, kind of dry it up as it were. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, she's gonna try and hurt it a little bit um, using, I guess her leadership quality. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> Yeah, you're doing that bird aura trick, only now instead of a display of like, hey, look at me, it's a display of intimidation. Yeah, like, get over there. And she's in red, which is great. It means her status die is now a d12. All right. Uh, and with the persistent plus two, uh, that is a six. So success with a minor twist, right? All right, yes. 
Uh, so I'm gonna say that you manage to, like, you do manage to do this, you sort of, like, emanate your bird aura, and on some primal level, this thing understands that, ooh, that's scary, don't want to deal with that. And kind of, like, sort of skitters over on, uh, to a drier area of the beach that keeps it from, you know, like, getting, the slime starts to get covered, and it sort of very clearly starts limiting what exactly it can do. Uh, as for a... I'm going to say as a minor twist. So I'm going to say as a minor twist, um, you actually end up like uh, that. You remember how you talked about how when you overexerted it, like you can't tend to control the, the aura very well. Yeah. So as you're doing this, you suddenly start to feel that like feedback loop of it slipping away from you and you try and stop it. But, uh, like, all of a sudden your aura starts going wild, and as you're desperately trying to, like, contain it effectively, there's a kind of psychic backlash that, uh, like, sort of, like, affects people in the nearby area. So, what was your Mindai on that roll? Uh, the Mindai was, um, like, the, the die that I rolled. Uh, yeah. A six. A six. Oh, wow. Uh, so I'm gonna say everyone takes six damage. Ooh, yikes. As, like, basically, this aura going out of control before you control it causes some sort of lizard part in your brain to activate, and you kind of struggle to, like, keep your senses. Ah. It's very pretty looking, though. <laughs> and, uh, who are you? But you do manage to eventually get it under control. Okay. All right. Uh, who are you passing to? Uh, uh, pass it to me. I've got a... One of my red abilities is to do an overcome with, like, max plus min die. Absolutely, go for it. All right. All right, okay. so I have a What are you doing? All right, well, uh, so I have uh, the Red Ability Specialized Info, uh, which lets me make an overcome using my technology. Okay. Um, to... Um, uh, and uses my min plus max die, uh, plus the plus three persistent. Um... I'm going to use my uh, my intro to chemistry uh, collection to re-roll one of my dice. Okay. Mm. Ooh, there we go. Uh, and I'm actually going to use my uh, Pacific City Volume 3 to re-roll my other one. Nice. Okay. Uh, so that's a 14. Oh! Or sorry, a 17. Wow. Jesus Christ. Uh, so success with like beyond all expectations. So what does Epimethea do? And I'm going to say that you do it in some way that very clearly asserts your, like, heroicness. Like, all that shit that Mr. Medium kind of did, I'm going to say that you do something so impressive that, like, they can't not report on that. And so that's going to get pushed aside. Okay, so what um, what she does is uh, she uh, had some samples that she took from... Uh, uh, from Gilgamesh's uh, medical lab and uh, samples of the quick hardening metal solution from the Mad Chemist. Mm-hmm. Um, kind oh, of. You, wait, and by Gilgamesh's lab, you mean like the room that was eating people? No, no, like the the medical lab where he had all the. Hey, look at this great medical technology you have unlocked for completing my riddle. Ah, yes. Um, which is mostly. Uh, that was like decades out of date by that point. Yeah, but it still had, like, advanced, like, medicine stuff, including painkillers. Right. So, um, uh, 
she uh, combines both of those into uh, into a like a solution, kind of feeds it into the bomb of the of the uh, the quiver from inside the suit. Yeah. Uh, uh, loads and pulls it back an arrow with it, and it uh, fires, and it just kind of uh, spreads this uh, the numbing, hardening goo, basically. Yeah, yeah, basically, uh, basically a. Uh, goo that's going to that not only restrains it but also like calms it down so it won't fight back. All right, yeah, and uh, so like beyond so while the success, so how do you kind of like I don't know. So what would you be doing afterwards to kind of like show that like you know Torch did this and that they are a necessary good so that Mister Medium's little debacles kind of get pushed to the side a little bit. Mister Medium's very necessary actions <laughs> to save people's lives. How dare you! Um, I think what it is, is that, um, uh, like, uh, the first thing is that when, uh, she fires, uh, she says, uh, foul beast, fall to the, to the arrow of Hypnos, to nice. make, make it a big, like, flashy scene of her doing it. You, you do like the fucking, like, the multi-bow transformation when you fire it, it has, like, those rings that shoot out from it. And, like, a magical sigil forms on the front of it, which is actually just a complex hologram. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like... it's Full-on common and... rider special move. Yeah, effectively. <laughs> Hypnos, Bo. Um, Hypnos, break! <laughs> uh, yeah, and then... Um, yeah, and then afterwards, uh, just, like, like, kind of makes a show of, like, hauling the, the now-encased um, hagfish up the beach onto the dry sand where it can't like make more slime. All right. So you, so yeah, like, so I'm going to say there's one thing that happens while you're doing this, which is that they finally get this device set up on the beach and then the animal control guy's like, all right, all right, fire on three, two. And then all of a sudden you pull out your limit break and like nail it. And the animal control guys are so stunned that they never get to fire off this device. And then they realize that, oh, the fish is in, they're like, ah, oh, man, we finally get to break out the Morpho Protocol, and we get, I mean, it was cool, but still, dang. And they start, like, you know, turning it off and disassembling it. <laughs> and yeah, so now there's, like, a, a group of people that are, like, around this now unconscious hagfish, uh, and are basically, like, taking photos, and they're like, oh my god, yo, that was the sickest shit I ever seen! <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you gain, like, a bit of a crowd following you, um, uh, the animal control guys come up and are like, oh, well, uh, thanks for the assist. I mean, didn't get to use the cool thing, but hey, you know, I guess there's, there's always next time. Mm -hmm. yeah, Hopefully next not. <sighs> well, I mean, that's the problem. Morpho's always got those things up her sleeves. Or did, at least. Morpho? And so you all know uh, that what he's referring to is Dr. Morpho, who was a member of the Directorate who specialized in making like mix and match animal henchmen for the directorate. Oh. And the thing is, is that she was one of the members of the directorate that wasn't captured when it fell. And mm -hmm. because of that, they never really got the location of all of the little bases that she had set up around the country and, you know, undersea and in different biomes to expand her, you know, repertoire. So not all the animals or things she created were ever found, like, like all definitively found. And some of them are much better at surviving than others. Thinking back on it, you kind of realize that those, uh, the crocowolf and the, uh, 
lizard dogs that the animalist had were probably also creations of Dr. Morpho that he just managed to find at some point. Hmm. And so you think that that device that they were setting up was some sort of like, in the event of Morpho, like, you know, rogue Morpho animal break glass contingency they had. But yeah, you fought one of Dr. Morpho's errant creations, which certainly comes with a a bit of clout and people are like, yeah, coming up like some people that are a bit more aware of your, you know, deeds are like coming up to ask you for like autographs and stuff like that. A couple people want to get pictures with you for the gram, you know, the usual stuff. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bean is going to go check on the people that he uh, quote unquote saved. Mm. See, you see, we're going to get blasted by the Channel 4 News, but our street cred from the Gram is going to be sky high, and that's what really matters. Yeah. 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 Like Mr. Medium said, nobody trusts news networks anymore. You can just antagonize them all you want. Yeah. So <laughs> if people are coming up to us, like, uh, wanting, you know, attention and stuff like that, like, I'm going to spend a bit of time talking to people, like, shaking hands if they want an autograph i'll give them that as well because all right so carson on carson on uh mingles yep gene is also going to uh mingle he's a bit more like obviously he's got that little thing that opens up so he can actually smile on the photographs you've just kind of got like the led display uh mr medium uh you go up to the people that you've saved and uh they're they thank you but they're very clearly like shaken to a certain extent so their thanks is not as enthusiastic as you would have thought. Mm-hmm. But they are they're they're glad <laughs> that they are not no longer in danger at least. Um uh Evelyn might go and give her card to the people from Hit and be like, "Hey, uh if you find anything interesting or if you want some help, uh I'm a biologist in my uh, <laughs> spare time." <laughs> And they're like, oh, really? Oh, well, maybe we could use some of your advice. Um, we'll keep it under advisement. Thank you. But, oh, the specimen. And, uh, like, they, they start finding a way to, like, get it onto, like, one of those flatbeds that you use to, like, haul uh, industrial equipment. They sort of brought one of those in and of like, trying to load it on in some way that it can actually, like, bit. Yeah, I do not envy them. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Lengthwise. No, no, no. Widthwise. Ah, try and coil it up. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, basically, as, like, they manage to get the hagfish out of there, the crowd starts to die down. So, uh, yeah, and I think there uh, we shall call an end to the episode. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Oh, actually, um, John, I will say before we leave, uh, so you check the time. This didn't take too, too long. So you've still got a couple hours before uh, whatever Nat's black box is unlocks. Huh. uh, With that, I'll say that this is the end of this episode. Uh, Thank you so much, everyone, for listening, and hopefully you'll join us next time as we discover the mystery box of Nat. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.